Welcome to a special holiday edition to Finding the Patterns with Nathaniel Lee. Thank you, Senna. Thank you. Very cute intro. Just a quick question, though, you know, because when I was younger, I weren't, there wasn't any, uh, wasn't no presents, okay? And that was always depressing, right? And then I get older, I find out you're not even real. So what's that about? Well, that's not very nice. You know I have yet to sneak into your house while you're sleeping all these years because you are not naughty enough for me. I fucking knew it. I knew it. I knew it. You're creeping into people's houses, little kids around. I knew it. I knew it. (laughs) Just kidding, Santa. You did bring me some presents. Well, you didn't. My mom did. And then she would cry as we unwrapped them because they were just cheap toys from the Dollar Tree while smoking cigarettes and drinking alcohol. (laughs) Hey, it's okay. Made us tough. Thanks, Mom. Love you. It's okay. Don't worry. I'm not upset. Anyways, thanks for the uh, shout-out, Santa Claus. Go to hell. Let's move on to things that really matter, that are actually real. Like my fucking Christmases. <laughs> ah, get that shit out of here. Much, much better. Much better. Am I the only one that just your ears bleed November 1st? Mariah Carey singing whatever Christmas song that is. Anywho, anywho, anywho. Uh, Also, I'm just, I don't really fucking care for, you know, some of the holidays. October and Halloween kick ass. But some of the other ones, I just can't help but think about all those that are out there without family or fucking homeless or hurting and pain, cold, broke. There is no gifts. There is no nothing. There's no Black Friday. There's no Amazon, you know, ruin the economy presence under the tree. Like, (laughs) uh, so anyways, let's wrap this up. No pun intended. And uh, let's let's continue this journey. There are discomforts in life and they are uh, essential to our quality of life, despite how how hard and harsh they can be. So let's move on. And while we move on, let's just give a shout out to my mom. You know, she, she did the best she could, you know, she was still a kid, you know, when she had me and she went through some shit, you know, mental, emotional, physical challenges. And, you know, I remember those holidays and birthdays, but she also did, you know, there were times that she, you know, followed through with the social norms of buying me, you know, things being buying me and my brother and other family members, things that we wanted for our birthdays or, or our, you know, or the holidays. And, uh, it's not easy. It's not easy. And I can only imagine, you know, I, 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 I've never smoked cigarettes. That's gross. But I can drink, like, whatever, right? I can drink. And I would have been drinking too, maybe. 
you know maybe not i don't know i'm kind of yeah probably i fuck i don't know nobody's perfect i could have been drinking like you know in such guilt and shame you know from a social you know condition that tells me i need to have all these expensive presents for my kids when really we were just lucky to have a fucking roof over our head so mom if you end up listening to this, I love you and I appreciate you very much. Thank you for doing what you could. And, uh, yeah, I'm glad the abortion didn't settle. <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding. Just kidding. Just kidding, folks. Okay. It's the holidays. Let's fucking talk about stuff. <laughs> all right. All right. All right. Now getting into it, let's pick up where we left off in that last episode. I was bringing up some data. I saved it for you guys. Let me grab it now. That data, that data. Oh, that data. Okay, so we left off kind of talking about Masogis, right? And uh, with a Masogi, you've got those two rules, right? Rule number one has to be really fucking hard. Rule number two, you can't die, okay? And also... Another rule, it's kind of like a sub rule to a Masogi, is a Masogi is a moving target. One person's 50% is often not the same as someone else's. So like, I don't know if I mentioned this before, I just want to get it out real quick. If someone has never run more than a couple miles, say, and then a, then a 10K could definitely be a Masogi, uh, you know, and because modern humans have unmet needs, uh, you know, as to what's truly difficult for them. They, they don't really fucking know. We don't step out of our comfort zones enough. And, you know, research clearly shows that depression, anxiety, and feeling like you don't belong is linked to being untested. Should I say that again? Anxiety and feeling like you don't belong in life is heavily linked to not being tested. Like, or being untested, sorry. So um, it's fascinating because the human brain hates this construct, right? The brain wants nothing to do with failure, especially if you execute perfectly, you know, with what you needed to do. And it's a hardwired phenomenon. This is where I left off. I remember scientists at the University of Michigan, they investigated the evolutionary origins of fear. And they say our current fears are often driven by our past lifestyles. So early humans, they, they used to regularly, I love that word. They used to very regularly face potential threats and danger from hungry predators and venomous snakes, members of other tribes, violent weather, yada, yada. And the loss of social status was huge. You know, if you got fucked, kicked out of the tribe, you're fucked. And how fascinating is that, that this is why humans today can still easily spot rustling in bushes or snakes slithering through the grass and why we're very wary of strangers. It's also why we uh, naturally avoid bad weather and heights. It's why we become anxious when we have to stick our necks out in public and do public speaking or motivational speaking or create a fucking podcast or fucking do something that you're not used to where people can, you know, uh, humiliate you or criticize you. And I would love to go on a tangent right now on how to overcome that. And I mean, one of the best ways to say it is just fucking feel the fear and do it. And then a little Nathaniel side note, you know, 
fuck what other people think. Life is too short to give a shit, you know, just get on it. But, um, you know, Elliot said that failure, even a hundred years ago, the guy that did the study at Michigan state, uh, failure a hundred years ago meant that you would die. So people vastly overestimated the consequences of failure today. Today, failure is now like super, super, super overly and vastly, you know, um, feared because you're not going to die. You know, failure today is just that you fuck something up at work. People don't like your podcast. People don't like your content. People don't like your book, whatever the fuck, you know, whatever it is for you. And um, the human mind is programmed to overestimate the consequences of something because past social failures often got us kicked out of those communities or tribes for hundreds of thousands of years. You know, that's why most people are still conditioned deep within our bodies and minds are like fucking like the, the neuro part of it. I wish I had Andrew here. It, that's why, because you would die and it'd be over, you know? So, um, so wrapping it up, we're done with Misogi talk. Misogis are inward facing and, you know, a big part of that value proposition for yourself is that you're going to do something that's really uncomfortable and you're going to want to quit. And it's going to be hard not to quit because no one's watching, but you're not going to quit because you are watching yourself. And then you can reflect back on how you were the only person watching yourself and you still got it done. And there's deep satisfaction in that. So, you know, did, I mean, are you really, do you, do you know that you could do it if someone wasn't watching you, you know, do you need a fucking audience or a big pat on the back to do what you need to get done? Like, do you not value yourself enough to do it for yourself? And if you don't, I stand next to your pain. I also don't do things that I know I should for my health. For myself I get it but I'll tell you what once we do we just start doing just a few things a few small things no matter what it is for you that's so hard I kid you not who cares don't compare please don't compare it's hard especially when you're sitting in your apartment by yourself it's 11:30 at night you're thinking about all your errors and judgment, your lack of discipline, but even the smallest, even the smallest of disciplines will affect all the areas of your life. And it starts to snowball and you start to get inspired. You start to see your power and you start accumulating greater success. We could all use a little coaching. In a sense, that's the purpose of this podcast. It brings to those in search of insights and ideas a new and objective voice. We are all capable of correcting our own errors, but there is often great value in an outside voice. 
someone who can provide an objective perspective of how we are and what we're doing. As Jim Rohn so wisely said, we must learn to translate wisdom and strong feelings into labor. Success is neither magical nor mysterious. Success is the natural consequence of consistently applying basic fundamentals. What would happen if we all put our minds to work and read the books, took the classes, discovered new ways to refine our philosophy? What would happen if we all developed a new attitude about the past, the present, and the future? What would happen if we all changed our feeling about one another and the importance of each individual to our collective destiny? If we did that, just imagine what an incredible effect this would have on our community and ourselves. What stops us from recognizing our inherent gifts and talents is typically a poor attitude about ourselves. Why are we so quick to see the value in others and yet so reluctant to see it in ourselves? Why are we always ready to applaud someone else's accomplishments and yet so shy about recognizing our own? Well, Nate, if I fucking knew that, then I'd already be fucking doing it. (laughs) Oh, friends. It's a, uh, it's a unique question, right? It's a unique question. It's probably a soup, soup of conditioning, a soup of our childhood, a soup of social norms, social scripts, social conditioning, you know, self-esteem is unique and we can develop self-worth and self-esteem at any point in our lives, but not everybody is so lucky. I just kind of went off on a, you know, motivational tangent there. We've got about another five minutes. I like to keep these around 20 minutes. Let's get back to how discomforts help and how they make us strong. Well, let's wrap this up then with solitude we've talked about boredom we've talked about how it plays an important role in our psyche our emotional health how it how it does incredible things to the body and the mind and with solitude also you know obviously solitude and boredom kind of go hand in hand at times unless you're fucking just you know flipping through your phone or constantly distracting yourself because oh my god god forbid god forbid you're bored right now fuck all that that's for low performers right it's uh it's very evident that solitude seekers are very much so onto something for the ones that are able to you know that are have already caught on to the value sometimes they don't even really know what it is they just love it Building the capacity to be alone is just as important for you as forging good relationships. And this is backed up by data, science, statistical data. You know, the capacity to be alone is essential to have the ability to have healthy relationships. And it's also critical and essential to be alone with yourself and not feel uncomfortable 
or like you have to distract yourself because what the data shows is that you, if you have a hard time being alone, you don't fucking like yourself. Yep. Just said it. It's very true. If you don't like being alone, then there's shit you need to get done and you want to distract yourself. And don't worry. I have fucking been doing it for 37 years. Do I love to be alone? Yes. When I reflect on the times that I don't like to be alone, am I happy with myself? No. No, I'm not. When I don't like to be alone, it's because I have a bunch of shit to do and I don't like who I am. I don't have a good, you know, I don't have, I don't have a good tank of self-esteem. So this is powerful for us to know. You know, if, if you find yourself constantly trying to distract yourself and being uncomfortable, being alone, the obstacle is the way pain is a teacher. It's trying to tell you something. And if you sit and think on that, yes, it's a fucking hard pill to swallow, you know, but just fucking take it, take it. And all of a sudden you kind of, oh, okay, this is why I hate being alone. I had a friend remind me a couple nights ago, I was having a really bad night. And it was just like, damn, you know, I think I was, I was reading uh, trauma stewardship as well. Uh, it's a book, you know, on how to take care of yourself while you take care of others. I work with death and I work with grieving families and it, it's getting to me. It's not my line of work, but I still love it very much. And I'm so grateful that I've gotten to participate in contributing to that cause. And it dawned on me that I don't really, you know, I don't like myself because I know I'm not doing what I should be doing. And so that's why sometimes I don't like to be alone. So that's valuable. That is very valuable for us to know. So, um, yeah, I, I hope this, uh, I hope this helped. Uh, I know this was kind of an entertaining episode. You know, I like to be creative and you should too. Whatever your creative outlet is, go do it. Fucking do it. Feel the fear and do it anyway. <laughs> you know, macho man Randy Savage is here to tell you. <laughs> Just do it. Just get it done. Fucking do it. Have you guys ever seen <laughs> that video with Shia LaBeouf? Where he's just like, just do it. <laughs> Yesterday, you said tomorrow, today, or whatever the fuck he says. I don't know. It's hilarious, but it's true. Just do it. Just do it, you guys. And until next time, and hopefully I don't tangent on like I did today, uh, you know, we'll get the things done. We'll do it together. I hope you guys uh, get from the day and not just through the day. But if you just got to get through it, I fucking get it. And I stand next to you. Until next time, friends. Bye.